Yeah. Be gentle. This being, being vulnerable, practicing vulnerability, it truly is a practice and we will yeah. fall flat on our face and it will feel scary and it will, it will be messy. It will be all the things and we have to approach it with so much self-compassion. Um, but it, the payoff is huge. Welcome to the sensitive and soulful show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hello, welcome back to another episode of The Sensitive and Soulful Show. I'm so excited because this week we are bringing back the Sensitive and Empowered series. So this is a series that I've been running with my friend Matt Lanzadel for the past year, but we took a hiatus for quite a while over the summer. Just we our schedules weren't aligning. We had a lot of stuff going on. It just was like time to take a little breather, but we always knew that we were going to come back to this series because one, it's something we always get really great feedback on. People seem to love love our conversations. Um, and the other piece of it is like, I freaking love Matt. He is one of my favorite people to chat with. I always just feel so at ease in his presence. I always learn so much from him. Like he just expands me in a way that not many people do. And so I just love sharing our conversations with all of you. So this week we are talking about vulnerability and we also touch on the topic of shame a bit. So I have a feeling you're really going to like this episode. Um, Personally, vulnerability has been something that's coming up a lot lately in my work with HSPs because... And you'll hear me talk about this in the episode, but something I'm often hearing from this community is that you're really craving deeper connections with people. You're really wanting to just have more meaningful meaningful relationships and better conversations, and you're wanting to express your needs and maybe set some boundaries. And all of these things require vulnerability. If we want to have that emotional depth in our relationships, I believe that we often have to go first and going first and putting ourselves out there means being vulnerable. It means taking an emotional risk. It means putting ourselves out there and not knowing how the other person is going to respond. Scary, right? I know, but that's what we're going to be talking about in this week's episode of the podcast. So I cannot wait to hear what you think. You can also find more information about Matt here in the show notes. If you want to connect with him, he is amazing. Can't recommend him enough. And I know from listening to this episode, you are going to love him too. So dig in. And if you like this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend, share it in your stories on Instagram, and be sure to tag me at Life by Alyssa. See you on the other side. Hello and welcome back. <laughs> months and months later. <laughs> Hello. I know it feels so good to be back. Oh my gosh. Lots yeah. has happened. 
Exactly. So for those of you who are new to uh, whether it's my YouTube channel or Alyssa's podcast, we have a series called Sensitive and Empowered with Alyssa and Matt. Um, it's not a podcast, but it's more of a series that we do and we we upload it and share it on our platform. So basically, it's an opportunity for Alyssa and I to come on and just riff and unpack what it's like to be HSP, empathic, entrepreneurial, um, pioneers in our in our spaces. Um, Alyssa and I have a lot of similarities, so it's really nice to be able to unpack and um, be able to share a bit of our journeys to help uh, inspire people on theirs. So that's that's essentially our our mo with these. So um, today we're going to be talking a bit about vulnerability and how we can overcome our fear of vulnerability. Um, I'll share why I chose this topic because mm. this has been a big. A big aspect of my last year, I haven't been uh, very public, um, at least on, on my platforms very much, except my my one podcast, because I'm I'm dedicated on my Game and Going Deeper podcast to releasing one a week. So, um, but I've been peeling back layers and I feel like I'm in the probably the most rawest place that I've ever been. Just very, very open. My heart's open, but I'm also in this kind of like, oof, this feels a little bit scary. And I'm meeting another level of vulnerability in my life right now and what vulnerability means to me. So um, yeah, I figured we could talk about like, what does vulnerability mean to us? Mm -hmm. uh, what is your relationship to vulnerability? Mm -hmm. um, and how do you overcome any fears or insecurities around being vulnerable? Is I love there anything it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was happy when you um, mentioned this as our topic, because it's been something I've been thinking about recently and just like actually talking about with a lot of my clients as well. And mm -hmm. a lot of times it's really like the gateway to the things that we crave, but it's scary. And so, and it's overwhelming. It, it can be just like bring up a lot for us, especially when you're very sensitive, especially when you've been hurt in the past. So it's yeah. like that thing that we're like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I want to do this. I don't want to do this. This is scary. But also it, on the other side of it is often the things that we really crave and desire. So it's, it's so important. So I'm, I'm really excited to talk about this today. Yeah, good. I figured you would be. Mm -hmm. um, okay, well, why don't we start with the first question? Um, what does vulnerability mean to you? Lately, I've been thinking about vulnerability as like one way I think about it is that as taking an emotional risk and kind of like mm -hmm. doing something or sharing or just being open in a way that puts you out there in a way that where you're not hiding, you're kind of like revealing a part of yourself, whether that's sharing something that's on your heart that you feel nervous to talk about or it's trying something new. I know like for you, you I'm sure you'll talk about like singing or like mm -hmm. for people like starting their own podcast or whatever. It's like putting a piece of you out there and not being able to control other people's reaction and not being able to control how it's perceived. All of this I feel is very vulnerable because it's just like exposing a piece of ourselves and then kind of just, you know, not being able to control what, what happens from there. So yeah, that's, and the other way I think about it too, is just like, so it's an emotional risk and it also is then a breeding ground for deeper connection with people when we, and, and, you know, more, and I'm just thinking on the spot here. Um, totally, yeah. yeah. Deepening our connections, allowing us to 
have stronger relationships because we can express things that we need, even if it's scary. And also it's something that can really help us build confidence because when we do something vulnerable, when we put something new out there or, you know, share a piece of ourselves, it can be something that where we show ourselves like, okay, I can do this and I can survive it, even though it's really uncomfortable and it can be such a confidence boosting thing. But I do think vulnerability is yeah, exposure. It can be feeling raw, honest, Mm -hmm. and it's a risk. That's Uh, how I think of it. Yeah. You basically said everything that I would have said as well. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Um, I'll put my own spin on it though. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, for me, vulnerability is scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very mm-hmm. scary and I, I noticed that when that fear isn't present it's not vulnerability because vulnerability can be performed and when it's genuine it is terrifying and I think we can get better at it it can get less scary but then what ends up happening for me in my experience is I'm ex- I'm now being asked to meet another layer of vulnerability how much closer can I get to the core of who I am and share that with the world? Right. And it's like, by the core, I mean the shadow and the light, like I'm getting to my core and I'm realizing there's so much love inside me and there's so much joy and there's so much, um, beauty, but then there's this other side of me where there's a lot of fear and there's a lot of hatred even, and there's a lot of, right. So I'm, I'm recognizing that there's both parts in me. And so what this is doing is it's allowing me to build like humility. And I think vulnerability for me gets less scary. The more I practice humility, because I realize that it's very normal and natural to have insecurities, to feel scared shitless, um, to be nervous these sorts of things. Um, so that's one aspect of it. And then I think, like you said, I'll just reiterate what you said around revealing. That's such an important like pillar in authentic relating. It's pillar number three, uh, you know, reveal your experience. And, you know, the first pillar is welcome everything. Well, we need to welcome everything first before we can reveal it, right? So we welcome it within ourselves. We get familiar with what it feels like to be in this discomfort. And then we reveal it and it helps discharge it right? It's, uh, you know, a good example of that for me is like, when I got up and did my very first open mic, I just let the audience know that it was my first time. And I was really nervous. And that helped me kind of settle into the fear and like, be able to kind of push forward. Um, And then I think, you know, you you can't practice vulnerability without courage. Mm -hmm. Because again, that has to be that, that overriding, the overriding of the fear is the vulnerability. We're, we're, we feel the fear, we practice courage to override it. And then that equals vulnerability. So, yeah. And I think, you know, it's interesting. I'm meeting in this in a, in a really interesting way um, right now. And it, it feels to my ego, it feels regressive. It feels like I was so much more comfortable speaking and being open like a year ago. <laughs> and then I've done all this deep inner work and now I feel so much more insecure and again, because it's like, I'm being asked to meet this, myself in a deeper way. And I'm, and maybe perhaps I'm being asked to be less performative in the way that I show up and be more, be more messy, you know, yes. and uh, let that, let that messiness be, be there. And, um, you know, I, I used to do retro, um, 
like retroactive or retrospective like um, vulnerability, which would be like, you know, oh, I went through a really hard time like a year ago. It was so hard for me. And now I'm sharing it and look how vulnerable I am. That's an aspect of vulnerability. I think it's the, t- it's the t- tip of the iceberg of vulnerability. And then as we kind of go down deeper, it's like, can I share my pain while I'm having it? That's what I'm being asked to to, to explore right now and, and share. And uh, I, I put a video out on my channel and it was like, just basically, I hadn't put anything out in six months and I came on and just shared where I was at in a really dark place. And, um, you know, people really resonated with it because I think that's what people want to see because people are reaching, looking, looking out toward the world and people like us to feel connected to and there's no better way to feel connected to somebody than like seeing that they're going through something similar in the human experience that you're going through currently so yeah it's powerful vulnerability is one of the most powerful things it is yeah it is and when i think about like something that you said a lot of it was is so impactful but i love how you were saying um just the piece about revealing and like kind of naming it and like naming how Mm -hmm. we're feeling before we put it out there i think that can be just so like give us so much I don't know give us some safety because I when I think about like why we're often so afraid of being vulnerable why it feels so uncomfortable it's like I just always think like oh I can't control how other people perceive me and then that feels scary what if they judge me what if they think this about me (laughs) and so when we can kind of name like hey this is how I'm feeling but I'm going to share it anyway we can it to me it feels like we are stepping into that bravery and being like, okay, well, here we go. Like, let's just, let's just see what happens. And I don't know, kind of like we, I I think it's so important also, and this is something I've been focusing on a lot is just like letting it be okay to be messy sometimes and not have it not be so polished and perfect all the time and not put that pressure on ourselves. Cause like you said, it's like vulnerability is so powerful. And when we show up and share the real things, the rawness, like, that's how we ha- have deeper connections with people. And it's something I feel so passionately about because I know something that has been, you know, created struggle for me was like looking at other people and thinking, oh my God, they have it all together. Like how, how am I struggling so much? Like, you know, think just like in different seasons of my life, I would just look and be like, how come all these other moms are cooking their kids perfect meals? And I'm like struggling to like get it together today. And so when I saw people being real about it, it like was a breath of fresh air for me. So it's like, I always want to be that for other people too. And I think that's, what's cool about the work that we do is like, people might have some perception like, oh, you've done all this work. Oh, you teach people. You must like never have a bad day. And I think it's like, holy crap. It's so powerful when people who you think like, oh, they have it all together, like actually share the realness. It's just like, Mm -hmm. it just like helps us connect on a human level and all feel like, okay, it's okay to be me and to have these days and feel awkward sometimes like it's part of the human experience and let's like normalize that so it's just like oh my gosh it is it's such a powerful thing and such a powerful connector as well yeah I agree with you and it's it's easy for us to fall as like uh neurodiverse people it's easy for us to fall into the the you know the camp of like comparing ourselves to neurotypical people and being like you know, like, cause our nervous systems are different. Like, so it's like, I saw, I often feel that like, why can't I go out and do the things that everyone else seems to be able to do with such ease, you know? And for me, it, it feels like quite challenging to, you know, be in big groups of people. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. Ooh, super mm-hmm. overwhelming, but yet, you know, and then I have this really strong need for community and connection, but yet there's this part of me that 
is so overwhelmed by it. So it's like, that's been a big part of my life is ne like negotiating between these two things. Hi friend, so excited to share something with you that I know you are gonna love. It is the Worthy Mini Course for Highly Sensitive People. Okay, this mini course is all about cultivating self-confidence and self-worth. It's about teaching you how to speak up if you're a kind-hearted, highly sensitive person who wants to embrace who you are, you want to know your value, and you want to no longer let people walk all over you. Oh my gosh, this is such a common problem for the highly sensitive community. I hear from so many of you that you feel like you don't, you can't trust yourself. You often second guess yourself. You tend to not share what you need, but then you end up feeling quite resentful in your relationships because you feel like you're the one doing everything. You might feel overly responsible for everyone else's moods and often wonder if people are mad at you. And when you make a mistake, you may tend to punish yourself and have a really loud inner critic. This was my biggest struggle as a person was really having low self-worth and super low confidence. And for me, this manifested in having unhealthy, toxic relationships where I was not treated in the way that I deserved. This manifested in me being a huge people pleaser because I felt like I needed to do whatever I could to be liked and accepted by others including just letting people treat me however they wanted and going along with what everyone else wanted to do instead of having an opinion. And this is not only painful, it's exhausting. And so many HSPs tell me they feel drained and exhausted. And I think a huge part of this is the way that we're moving through our lives and the things we're saying yes to and the way that we are often overworking ourselves and always trying to overachieve to earn our value, to feel good enough, to feel worthy. So this is a $33 mini course. You guys, it's literally a steal for how much value is packed in this mini course. This is a $33 mini course that is going to teach you how to step into higher self-worth and higher self-confidence. You're also going to learn how to speak up with confidence. I give you actionable tips and tools for all of this. You learn about connecting to your inner child. I give you a beautiful practice for doing this. You get an EFT tapping video which will help you with releasing stuck emotions, regulate your nervous system, and just feel so much more grounded and centered. And you get an amazing workbook with 16 journal prompts that are really going to help you go deeper. So this is such a good deal, you guys. I'm literally so excited to be able to offer this. So if you are interested in grabbing that, just head to the link in my show notes to sign up for the Worthy Mini Course. You'll get access to it right away. And I seriously cannot wait to hear how this supports you. Yeah, I, I have a question for you. Um, like, how does how does messiness show up for you in your life? Like when you are feeling messy, what does that look like for you? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, this is like alive for me now because we literally just moved to a new house like last yeah. week. And so the process of like moving and packing and just like having your life kind of disorganized is extremely disorienting, ungrounding, mm -hmm. overwhelming, especially when you are highly sensitive. And I've just noticed myself like feel off and feel like noticing myself getting triggered quickly, just not being the person that I want to be. And so something I was thinking about that is totally related to that vulnerability and also to the piece around like 
naming it is just like, because I know the way that I'm wired and I understand my sensitive nature now, um, I can have more compassion with myself and also be open and honest about it. So like the other day, I remember I was just like really snappy with my husband. My, my, um, mood was so off. I just felt so weird. And he's like, what's going on with you? And I'm like, all of this is just too, too much for me. Like I'm highly sensitive right now. I'm feeling very emotionally off. I haven't slept well. I just, I'm my mind. I'm not thinking clearly right now. And so I just need some time to myself. So just being able to like name that and not, and also know that it can be temporary, but just, I don't know, not getting like, not shaming myself because I had had this desire this, like, I kind of was going in this direction of shaming myself and being like, how have you not, because, you know, my, I haven't been uh, eating my normal, like healthier diet. I've just been like all over the place trying to get my life together. And so being able to name it being like, Hey, this is hard for you right now. And it's okay that it's hard. And, and just being yeah compassionate with myself about it rather than thinking like, how do you not have it all together right now? You should be working out every day. You should be eating healthier. You should be feeling so happy. You should be so grateful instead of the shoulds. It's just like naming how I feel, acknowledging it, putting voice to it. And also, you know, then taking the steps to, to care for myself through it, know that it's temporary, but I don't know. That's a huge piece of it for me because the, the comparison and the thinking we should be behaving and reacting in a certain way, I think just pushes down that, I don't know, the ability to be vulnerable because we feel wrong for the way that we're experiencing it, you know? So that's just what came to mind for me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I relate so much to what you just shared. And, you know, this whole notion of shaming ourselves, it's so, it's so um, destructive. Mm. Like shame tells us not to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And the anecdote to shame is vulnerability. Mm. And when we are shaming ourselves and comparing ourselves, we're perpetuating the feeling of I have to hide my messiness. I have to hide how much I'm struggling right now. Mm. And, you know, something just shifted inside of me when you shared that, because there's an element of we do very similar work where we have similar, similar business structures, that sort of thing. And it's like, you know, it's easy for me to be like, oh, am I the only one struggling here? Like, and why is my struggle continuing to go on and on and on, you know? And and, um, so hearing you share, it really kind of softened me into like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, it's nice to hear somebody else is going through their ups and downs as well. And it's, and then, so, because I think vulnerability really allows us to share in the thread of being human, and it allows us to feel like we're not alone in the things that, that we're navigating. And I think that's what the world's really craving right now. And I think as as a, a culture, we lost our way in a really big way with social media and how people only share their highlight reels, like literally their highlight mm-hmm. reels. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody's like, oh, why are they doing so well when I'm suffering and I'm in depression and I'm having suicidal ideation and these sorts of things. And you know, I'm fortunate in my work that I get to, I get to see people be vulnerable every single day. And it's a real gift. And I think that actually helps me continue mm-hmm. to stay in the energy of wanting to, to show up and be humble and practice vulnerability. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to share that. It really felt nice to hear you share that, you know, you're also navigating your own uh, trials mm. and tribulations. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Relate so much to what you're saying too. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, anything you wanted to add into what's your relationship to vulnerability or did we, do we, do you feel like we answered that? Ooh, I do like that question. Um, I do want to explore that a bit actually. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I, as you were talking about uh, at the beginning of what vulnerability feels like, I have thought like, oh, I'm, I'm vulnerable, you know, Mm -hmm. like I have no problem being vulnerable, but when you were sharing the element about it, like being scary, and if it's not feeling (laughs) that way, it's probably not vulnerability that struck something in me because there are absolutely times where I have shared like, oh, this is what I went through and here's where I am now, which is like, yes, like the tip of it. But Mm -hmm. I think that, and I know that there are definitely opportunities for me to kind of tap into that fear a little bit more and kind of, because I do believe and agree that that's where so much of the growth happens when we get to that edge of, oh my gosh, this is nerve wracking, but I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just see, I still see parts of myself where I do want to control that image where I'm scared of being perceived in a certain way. And so I'm choosy about which, which things I share, which, you know, part of it too, is like, I think it's important for us to like feel safe to share with people and not feel like, oh my God, I have to like share my deepest, darkest secrets with everyone. But, Mm -hmm. you know, there are times where I have played it safe because of that fear of judgment. And I also think it's a shame element as well, just of like, you know, just wanting to have it all together and feeling Mm -hmm. bad when I don't and being hard on myself. So it's like something I would like to work on more because I feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot more unlocks available and more expansion available. If I kind of can look at what feels really uncomfortable and yet kind of exciting and expansive at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I relate so much to what you just shared. (laughs) Um, You know, I carry, I carry a belief and it probably comes from my academic training in, in counseling. Um, You know, in academia, it's like, here's you and here's your client and you have to be that power, that power over and you have to write. And I don't practice like that. I actually practice quite humanistically where I kind of view my clients as very equal and uh but I do, I do slide into that old aspect of thinking in, in the sense of like, am I oversharing? Am I sharing too much? Um, are people going to think like, man, why does this guy not have it together? Like he's, you know, a counselor, he should, he should know his stuff and he should be healed and, and all these things. I buy into that a lot. Right. And I do shame myself around that a lot, but I do, I do trust in my Dharma that I'm here to actually use vulnerability and, but there's a discerning factor that I've been using. And it's like, am I sharing for me or am I sharing for other people? And I think when we're in the position that we're in, I think it's really important to share for others. Like that's our Dharma. We're here to share, use vulnerability as a healing tool for others. So I've been learning a bit more boundaries around like, okay, I'm going to do my deeper processing in my own therapy settings and uh and then i'm going to share here but i think it's still okay to share emotional expressions and stuff on my podcast you know like i i I cried on my podcast Mm -hmm. i've shared things that i'm navigating i think that's important too so i'm kind of like learning this like nice like the art of vulnerability and how to use it in a therapeutic way but also that it can't be too controlled and composed either because then it's not vulnerability right so it's like it's such a it's such an interesting uh 
interesting thing. And and Brene Brown has something called, she calls it the, the, the vulnerability paradox. And she says, it's the first thing that we look for in others. And it's the last thing we're willing to share with people. Mm. And it's so true. Like, I think I've built my practice and my, my following off of vulnerable sharing and just like sharing my journey. And people want that, you know, like there's, there's a certain aspect of people that want perfectionism and they want to see the flawlessness of beauty and whatever. There's certain people that want that. Those aren't my people. And then there's certain people that want like the raw shadow, you know, like just the messiness of life. And they want to see that they're not alone and experiencing this. And I think those are our people. Like those are highly sensitive people. Those are empathic people, people that have been working and inward traveling their whole life because there's a depth to them. Um, so, and I think those people want it. And and I think those are the people that we're serving, or at least I'll speak for myself. Those are the people that I'm serving. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I love all of that. And it's, and something I think, I mean, I think as highly sensitive people, we, we, I know we agree, we have like a unique gift here and different like mm-hmm. life experiences that I believe are meant to share and help uplift others. And something that I always hear from the HSPs that I work with is like, oh, I just crave more depth in my relationships. I feel like no one gets me. I feel like I'm the only person who wants to have spiritual conversations. And my response to them is that often I think we need to lead the way and we need to be the one to be vulnerable and be like, share, share that thing that we want to talk about and just see what happens. And I say it's an emotional risk because we don't know how the other person is going to respond. But I've noticed from, from the feedback I've gotten from my clients where I'm like, Hey, you should give that a shot. Like eight or eight or nine times out of 10, the other person is receptive and they end up having a deeper conversation or something happens that they've always wanted to happen. But I think a Mm -hmm. lot of times we have to be the ones to lead the way because we just can, I feel like a lot of us just cannot like deal with the surface level crap in the world. And we need that depth. And I think it's like, we crave it. And so sometimes we have to be the ones to create it. And it's not like a burden. We can view it as like, okay, this is part of our, our gift. This is part of the way that we're wired. Um, you know, so I just think that's interesting as well. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, sometimes it can be really, it's a lot, it's a lot carrying that. And I think for me, like I'm in a, I'm in a movement and and I'm a pioneer in a movement of teaching men how to be vulnerable and it's challenging and i find that you know i've i've had to live by the, the by the the principle of take my mask off first and others will follow and sometimes i'm tired sometimes i'm scared <laughs> sometimes i don't want to take my mask off first you know like mm-hmm. um but nine times out of 10, it's always paid off for me. Like, you know, I think, and there's something too, like in, in group therapy, you know, usually the first person that shares sets the tone for the whole group. The depth that that one person goes will be the depth that the whole group will follow. Right. So I think it's really important to note that people are very conforming and they'll see the level that somebody shared and they're not going to want to surpass that because they don't want to be the one that to stand out and be like, Oh, I must be more fucked up than this person or, or whatever that might be. So you know, I want to encourage the listener and the viewer right now to like really practice courage over comfort and like step into that pioneer energy and like try and take your mask off first and 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 share uh, some of the things that you're navigating and people will always respond in a in a beautiful way. Like it's very rare that people people don't feel very seen when we show ourselves, right? So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. And I'm curious, like a question, just as we're nearing the end of this conversation, like 
what, because I know vulnerability is so uncomfortable and scary. And so some people listening and watching might be like, Oh, well, why would I want to put myself out there? Why would I want to do that? Like, what are some of the Mm -hmm. gifts that you have seen as a result of, you know, times that you've been vulnerable? So, yeah, I would say the number one would probably be just alignment. Um, I have the quote on my, on my YouTube channel. Um, when you own who you are, you will attract what you need. You can replace what with who you'll attract who you need. Mm-hmm. So when we own ourselves and we share that with the world, we get the people in return. So you want to attract your soul fam, be soulful, like share your heart mm-hmm. and people will see that. And they'll be like, that's my person right there. Mm-hmm. Right. If we mask up, then we're going to attract people that are, that are seeing our mask. Right. And, and that's usually not in resonance with our soul. That's written resonance with our ego. So that's, that's everything in my opinion. Like I've built my, my, my practice. I have consults, like barely none of my consults don't sign up and, and do counseling with me because they watch my YouTube channel. They listen to my podcast. They hear my vulnerable sharing and they're like, this person is in alignment to me. So they know. So you'll just, it's, that's the beauty of it. You attract exactly what you need when you own who you are. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Perfectly said. Exactly. There's no, there's no questions. It builds that trust. It builds that connection. And yeah. And that's what I was going to say was connection for me has been the biggest thing. It's just like you get that we all are craving that connection and to feel understood. And it's like, that's, that's what's standing in between. It's being vulnerable, putting it out there. Exactly. And for people that are in like romantic relationships, and maybe not even romantic relationships, intimacy can be can be celebrated in all relationships, but intimacy flourishes with vulnerability, right? When you're share willing to show up and share, and especially fear. Fear is one of the things that we've been conditioned as human beings to hide. Hide your fears. Don't show them. Don't bring them forward. And when we start to practice safety, like reassuring ourselves that, that it's okay to be scared, and we share our fear, our relationships improve dramatically because what most people do with their fear is they project anger instead, or they'll, 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 they'll avoid, they'll shut down. Right. And, uh, and we don't communicate that. So then our partner is led to assume, right. And what's really going, what's going on for this person. So when we can share what's actually going on for us, it's very humbling, but it allows the person to truly see what's going on for us. And then it allows for authentic connection. I think that's the power of it. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. agree more. Yeah. Um, okay. So before we wrap up, one last thing is how do you overcome any fears or insecurities around being vulnerable? Like what do you do uh, to coach yourself into being practicing vulnerability? Yeah. I think something that really helps me is just knowing that I can bring myself back to a feeling of safety. Like I have my own back. That's something I always think about. Like, okay, when I put myself out there, when I, when I reveal something that I'm nervous about, it might be uncomfortable. And so I try to find a balance with that discomfort. So that might be look like, okay, let's say like I post something on social media that feels very vulnerable. I'm nervous. Okay. Then a way that I might balance that out to show myself love and, and create that safety for myself is, okay, I'm not going to sit on social media and keep refreshing because that's kind of, kind of enhance the feelings. Now I'm going to log off the app. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to make sure for me, like clothes are really important. So make sure I'm wearing something comfortable and I feel good. And so I like to think about like, bringing balance to that discomfort so that I can kind of like be like, okay, I am okay. I am safe. And the other thing is just that through practice and repetition and having put myself out there in a variety of ways, like 
I've survived it every single time, even though sometimes it felt like, oh my God, I can't handle this. This is the worst. Like I'm still here and I'm okay. And oftentimes it's most of the time it's been worth it, even though it might feel, I might feel sick in the moment. Oh my God, why did I do that? So that piece also, I guess, has helped me build confidence within myself to know, like, no matter what, no matter how scary or uncomfortable this is, I can return back to safety. I will be okay. And so, you know, that's one piece of it that comes with the experience of it. But I think just, especially when you're super sensitive, just knowing the things that help you feel safe is important rather than keeping yourself in the fire and continuing to like put your hand on the stove when you're like, okay, I did it. Like, okay, now how can we soothe, soothe ourselves through it? So that's what I would say. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, mine would be do it with somebody like, you know, it's, it's, it's one thing to go get on the, my YouTube channel and share a vulnerable video by myself. And then it's one thing to do it with you right and talking yeah. about what i'm going through like so that's nice because then you can fall back on that person and they can be your you know your rock and it's nice to know that you have somebody that you can share in that tender um, moment with right and it's yeah. easier to navigate a vulnerability hangover right? like, <laughs> vulnerability hangovers are the worst honestly like i had the worst one went after my first open mic like because i didn't feel like it went that well i was so nervous my mouth went dry and I, oh, that was the worst vulnerability hangover I've ever had in my whole life. It lasted like two weeks and I couldn't even watch the video. I was, I had so much shame responses inside my body, mm -hmm. but it was good. I had to go through that. It was literally every time we have a shame response, shame is leaving our system, right? And we have to feel it and it's, it's really painful, but it means that we're, we're leveling up. So, um, and I think, you know, being super gentle with ourselves when we're going through that, like, I just wanted to hide under the covers and like, not do anything. And I did, I took, I took a few days off and I just like rested and I let my nervous system kind of sink back down. And, um, it was really good for me. So yeah, be gentle. This being, being vulnerable, practicing vulnerability, it truly is a practice. And we will yeah. fall flat on our face and it will feel scary and it will, it will be messy. It will be all the things. And we have to approach it with so much self-compassion, um, but it, the payoff is huge. Yeah. 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 Completely. Well said right there with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any closing thoughts for you? My closing thoughts are just for everyone listening, who's nervous and, but who maybe has that thing that they know they want to share, but they've been scared to do it. I'm just going to encourage you to do it and that mm -hmm. you can trust yourself and that it might be scary. It will be scary, but you yeah. will survive it. And you are going to feel so proud of yourself and feel so brave. Maybe not right away. Maybe it'll be a couple weeks, but I would just encourage you to try it because I think I've never had an experience where being vulnerable didn't expand me in some way that was you know, good for me. It's, it's how we can grow and connect deeper. And like you said, become, be in greater alignment. So it's worth it, even if it's scary. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And to, to piggyback on that, I would say our stories are our medicine, mm -hmm. right? They're, 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 we, we live experiences to be able to share them so other people can relate and feel like they're not alone in this, in this experience. So always please show up and share your stories because they're so needed. And there's, even if it's a room of a hundred people and one person resonates with what you shared, that one person was the, the person you were meant to touch. And, uh, I always remember that in my work, like it's not about, it's not about, uh, 
how many people you impact. It's about just even thinking that you had impact on one person is enough, right? It's powerful. Truly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. Okay. Well, we're back at it. <laughs> it feels nice to be back into connection with you and uh, yeah. we'll be back in a month ish. We'll see how our schedules line up, but uh, we're going to try and be a bit more consistent with pumping some stuff out. So yeah. yeah. I'm so happy to reconnect. Finally feels good. Yeah. All right. Bye. All right. Bye everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.